Welcome to You're Not the Boss of Me. If you are determined to break glass ceilings and build it your way, this show is for you. I'm your host, Beth Graves, and I am obsessed with helping you to not just dream it, but make the plan, connect the dots, and create what you crave. Are you ready? Let's get started. How's it going? Okay, so I'm Sarah Luce, for those of you who don't know me, and today we're doing something a little special. We are taking over You're Not the Boss of Me podcast. (laughs) I'm here today with Terry Carey, and we've decided to take over the podcast. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it's going to be hysterical. So I'm Terry Carey. This is so much fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So yeah, go for it. Well, we, you know, so I'm going to guess that because I listened to Beth's podcast as, as well as like a few others. And this You're Not the Boss of Me podcast like is so amazing, right? And we all know Beth is into, she has a network marketing business. So Sarah and I are actually two of her leaders. We're, we're two people that she, we're direct to her and we, we love on her. So all the things that she trains on and teaches you guys, guess what? Sarah and I can tell you how it really is behind the scenes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We have all the insider info. We have the insider info. We can tell you straight up what it's really like to work with Beth Graves, the the boss of me podcast host. So (laughs) we know that secret. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Are you guys ready? Are you all ready? You ready for this? Let's go. Let's go. Okay. So um, Terry and I, so first of all, I'm actually a French Canadian girl and uh, I'm actually, so I'm also a teacher right now. I'm teaching elementary school um, students online and I absolutely adore it, but I was looking for something more. I was looking for, oh goodness. I was looking for so much, like I was looking for uh, a place to call home. I was looking for community. I was looking for um, purpose. I was looking for, not that I didn't find purpose in what I did as an elementary school teacher, but I was looking for just something to call my own, um, something to dive into after school hours and to really build during the summer as well. And so I learned very young the importance of or like the, the benefits of having your own business and of working your own hours and the flexibility of it and all of that stuff. And so when I found the network marketing world, I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> I knew absolutely nothing about it, but I knew there was something special to it. I just didn't know to what extent. I actually personally started in jewelry and clothing because I saw a kit. I thought it was a very good deal. (laughs) I needed new clothes as a teacher and I bought this kit and with it came. You're a kidnapper. You're a kidnapper. I was a kidnapper too. Yeah, Yeah. I was a kidnapper as well at that point because I didn't even know what I was embarking into. Like, think about it. I was like, a newborn baby. Like I knew zero, zero about marketing, zero about social media. I was actually, so I'm a millennial and everyone has this idea that millennials are like very big online and like, you know, they're all about their social media, which now I am. But prior to it, to that, like about three years ago, I knew zero about social media. I was not a poster. 
like that my post would be literally like one sentence, <laughs> like I'm going to the library and <laughs> like just a picture of myself with my dog. You know what I mean? Like that was, that was the extent of my social media experience with Vegas book. I knew zero about Instagram. So um, let's not even get it started there. So everyone's like, oh yeah, Sarah, she knows all about social media. Like, you know, she's, she's so well knowledge about social media. Here's the thing is that I started with zero, zero knowledge, but I got obsessed with learning more about it. I got, I started to dive into this world when I started to see what was possible with the online, you know, network marketing business and all of that stuff. I started to see the potential of what social media could do and the audience that you could reach and the impact that you can make the positive incredibly powerful impact that you can make in people's lives. And that is what attracted me to it. That is what, like, I have goosebumps as I'm saying this right now, as I'm speaking to you all, that is the reason why I stayed (laughs) in this space. And I started to learn more about it. So think about someone who absolutely knows nothing about it. I didn't understand that not every network marketing company is built the same. I didn't understand so many things that I wish I would have understood, but I know was part of my journey. I stayed with that company for a year. I had no success, none at all. About, I think I, my first year, I must have made, oh goodness, I didn't even, I don't even think I hit four figures. So that being said, you know, I ended up, it was, it was a, a very tough time, but I knew, I kept seeing, you know, the power and the, potential that this held. So I started to learn more about it. I wanted to find a different way to grow, a different way to build. And at the time I was not being taught this way of growing and building that I knew was possible and that other people were utilizing. So I started to search and then I found so much information and I started to learn everything that I could about it. I did not want to do, I did not want to build in person. I wanted to build online. That's what I wanted. I wanted to be able to do it from my phone, wherever I was. I wanted to do it from my computer, wherever I was, whatever time I had little pockets of my day here and there when I could 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there, wake up 30 minutes before, get that done, you know, uh, at night, instead of watching Netflix, you know, I wanted to go and build something, a legacy, something that I could literally that would build my future. So my full-time job pays the bill. And then <laughs> basically my, you know, my side hustle builds my legacy and builds my future. That's what I wanted. And so basically I ended up uh, changing companies finally in 2000. I thought it was 2018, <laughs> but it's actually 2019. I realized I completely made my that mistake. I was like, yeah, it's 2018. But it was actually in 2019 that I made the switch. It was a very difficult choice because I'm someone who's very loyal, you know, and, uh, and it, was not, um, it was not an easy choice, but I saw the value in this company and I saw the value in these products and it's the products that changed my life first. And then after that, it was the, it was the company, the team that showed me that this could make the impact that I was looking to make. So boom, what happens within the first month, I hit all the bonuses. I rank up 
And it was just absolutely incredible. And it was during their rank matching advancement bonus. And I had made more than I ever thought was even possible in like one month. You know, I, I had broken through all of the barriers in that first month. And then four months later, I ended up earning my car bonus. And that was just absolutely incredible. It showed me that what I had thought was possible was actually possible. And all the naysayers around me, all the negative Nancys, all of the people telling me to quit, all of the people telling me that it wasn't possible, all the people telling me to go back to school and get another degree, all the people telling me to like, you know, start my, why don't I just open up a shop somewhere? Why don't I just start a business? Why don't I just do that? No, why don't I utilize something that's already created? And do it in the pockets of my day while my full-time job, once again, pays the bills and my side hustle builds my future. So let's talk about that for a second, Sarah. You said you utilize the pockets of your day. I just want to be clear on something because I listened to Beth's um, other podcast and she talked about um, building in the nooks and crannies and how that really isn't, it, it, people do it, but it's with intention. So we just have to like really stress the fact that when you make that decision that you're going to make this business work, you built it in the pockets of your day because you set aside those intentions. You were like, okay, I'm going to make this happen. I've seen it happen. I've seen other people do it. If, if they can do it, why can't I, right? Oh yeah. If, if, if not me, then who, why not me? (laughs) right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's with intention. I absolutely love that. And I saw your journey. I saw you on your journey, you guys, Sarah and I started around the same time. And um, mm-hmm. her story is very different than mine, but we do have a lot of similarities and we, we actually um, have rode this ride together and mm-hmm. we're not, we're not even really attached to each other inside of the financial part of this company. We're just, we're side sisters. And honestly, I couldn't think of anybody better to be a side sister with because your journey has inspired me and I love it. And yours has inspired me. So, I mean, (laughs) and here's the thing is that, um, I've been in places where, you know, there was a lot of competition between side, side sisters, you know what I mean? But, and, and what I find so special about, you know, the, the culture that we're a part of is the fact that there is no competition. You know what I mean? There is no competition, not in a weird or like negative way. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of like, it's healthy. Like, yeah. Like you can put the, what I love about the, the community that, that Beth and Blair have both built over here is that we literally are, we can reach out to any one of our sidelines and ask to be put in a three-way chat. We, they recognize us for the strengths that we all have. You know, we've got some people that are really strong in the comp plan. We've got others that are really strong in the products. We've got others that are really strong in the team culture. We've got some that are really strong in the social media and all that. So, you know, everybody has their strength and their place within the, the, the community and they utilize those strengths to help build so the, those of us who don't have certain, like, I'm not a numbers person at all. I'm not a numbers person. Like I am a culture, community, love on you kind of leader, but sometimes people need to hear the numbers and they need to know how do I maximize the comp plan? And 
it doesn't speak to me. So I have a really hard time translating it to someone else, but I can go to any one of my sidelines that are really good with that because let's face it, Beth has tens of thousands of promoters under her. So it's really like as much as I love that I've gained, I have a connection with her. It's, it's a little hard to want to pull her to the side for maybe a simple question. Like I want to save that time that I need with Beth for the really big, important stuff. You know, sometimes I just need a simple question answered and I can go to one of my sidelines and, and they're willing to, you know, give me those, those answers so that I can, you know, I can respond with some knowledge or I can put them in a three-way chat. It's really kind of cool. So Sarah is our social media guru on our team. She doesn't want to say that, but she is. She's gone from what she described as being someone who does not, didn't have that much social media skill talking about, oh, I'm, I'm going to the library or showing a picture of my puppy or whatever <laughs> to now. If you guys follow her, I'm going to tell you right now, you'll be learning some reels and some videos and some stories. And like, it always amazes me all the things that she's, she's learned and then turned around and shared with the rest of us. It's just really cool. Really cool. I, I need things to be simple. Cause as you guys know, like I'm not looking to quit my full-time job anytime soon because of the fact that I see, and I'll, maybe uh, some of you guys see this too, but the value in having two income streams, you know, and maybe you're at a point where you're like, well, I, I would want to just, you know, as soon as possible, leave my, my nine to five. But I encourage you to look at it like this. Why not go ahead and invest the time into two income streams until you're not only on your feet and you're able to be, you know, you're having an income, a full-time income coming in from your side hustle, but also to the point where you're, I don't even know how to explain that. How would you even explain that? Terry, like having more, more than one income stream. What's going to give you some security. So let me share my story a little bit, because I think it might tap into that just a little bit. So I am, uh, today's my birthday, by the way, you guys, when you hear the recording, it won't be my birthday anymore, but it is my birthday today. I'm turning 48 today, y'all 48. I'm like, ah, so I am like the middle life, like teen, like I have teenagers, um, near empty nester. Um, but I'm a hairstylist and I absolutely love what, I mean, I was that five-year-old that cut my Barbie's hair in the kitchen because I love doing hair. I followed my mom's footsteps. So it was, my dream was to always do hair. It wasn't to go to college. It wasn't to work in a, in an office. It wasn't to work in corporate. It was to be artistic and be behind the chair and to lift other people up and, and give them confidence. And so I absolutely love what I do, but I have to tell you at my age, like I'm at a point where I really need to, I I should have actually already been super focused on my building, my retirement and getting ready because at some point, like our bodies just will not do the 12 hours a day on our feet behind the chair, cutting hair, or God forbid, I like break a pinky and I can't cut hair for, you know, a couple months or something, you know, I mean, I'm being a little over dramatic, but it, the reality is, is we, it's, it's always good to have a little something. So I've always had an entrepreneur spirit. Um, I've always known that I was um, going to a salon owner 
I always knew that I, I wanted to work for myself. I learned at a very, very young age because my parents both owned businesses that um, you, you have a lot more freedom when you can do things your way. You know, it's like, like Beth says, you're not the boss of me. I've always, I'm an only child. I've always been the boss of myself. Like I don't let anybody tell me what to do. So I knew I wanted to have my own salon. I wanted to create my own atmosphere. Um, but I've always been open to bringing in skincare or bringing in makeup or bringing in maybe some purses or some jewelry or some essential oils. So I have actually been in the network marketing industry for many years. I just was never focused on the team building aspect of it. It was always just about the retail. Retail was all I ever knew. I always knew that I could sell a bottle of shampoo at hundred percent markup and make that profit and then turn around and repurchase and then do it all over again. And that was what I knew. I didn't know about the residual income or the income that could come in from having, um, from building out a network of basically your own, you know, your own um, stores under you. You know what I'm saying? Like each person is, what do you call it, Sarah? When you, when you build. It's kind of like you're building out like, multiple locations yes of, yes. Uh, of a store you know what I mean like it's like if if we were a franchise to basically yeah. but it's not yeah 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 so I I never saw the potential in that um but I always knew that I wanted to be able to have something in savings to pass on to my kids or I wanted to be able to retire comfortably I love to travel I love to do things my, my dad always said I had champagne taste on a beer budget well I always knew I wanted to have a champagne budget because you know, I, I love, I love, I, I have good taste. I love the finer things sometimes, you know, when I, my, I've only actually taken one other company serious before I found this company and I wasn't looking for this company. I wasn't looking for Beth. I wasn't looking for these products. I wasn't looking for anything else. Um, when I was with my other company, but I also, because I thought I had found my home there. And, and the, the cool thing is, is I, I did find the community there and I did love the products. But what happened was, is I worked so hard to build my community and to build my, my product in my, my customer base and all that. But what happened was, is when the comp plan came into play, I realized that I was working so hard by myself. I wasn't building other leaders under me. I didn't know how to do that. So with that specific comp plan, I had to build other leaders in order for myself to make any progress where that comp plan stood. Does that make sense? So when I found this company, I actually found the products first. And I, being a hairstylist, I'm going to tell you right now, I am a cherry picker. Like, I will use something because I know it works and because it's going to give me the, my clients the best results that, that they deserve. So I will not purchase or buy or use anything on someone that I don't firmly believe in or stand behind. So when I found these products, I'll be honest with you, Sarah, I don't know. I think I've told you this before, but just so everybody listening knows, I had a friend of mine share these products with me like a a year or two beforehand. And I had put them in the bathroom under my um, cabinet and I ended up throwing them away because I thought they expired. I never used them. And I'm like, now I look back and I think, 
what the heck, man? I, I can't believe I threw them away. I didn't know what I had because once I used them, I was like, this is incredible. I feel amazing. And because I felt so good, I was that ignorant on fire. I'm sure you guys have heard that term before. I literally spammed everybody. I was like, you need this. Like I stood behind the chair. I was like passing it out. Like, you know, people were Halloween and it was trick or treat time. Like I was like, here, you got to have this here. You got to have this. So I built my foundation of my customer base pretty fast. And I actually ended up, the cool thing was, is as hard as I worked, I didn't have to really build anyone else under me to hit my auto bonus. I hit the auto bonus within the first two months um, Mm -hmm. because I was just so passionate about the products. Mm -hmm. But then um, something happened with Sarah and I, Mm -hmm. our leadership left. Mm -hmm. Beth was not our original leader and we lost our leaders. And that was that was a blow. It was a blow for both of but us. She inherited us. And she-, <laughs> she did. She did. She did. And she didn't know what she was getting. But let uh-huh. me tell you, it was a blow for both of us because we didn't really know Beth. We had been yeah. kind of like. Um, Although I will say that before that happened, we actually both met Beth. We had the opportunity to meet Beth. Yes. In person at a leadership retreat. Okay, this is when, like, you know, like things started to fall into place, and you're like, okay, wait a second. This is where you go, everything happens for a reason. You know, there must be like, (laughs) there's bigger things out there working in our favor. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, so so we lost, yeah, we lost our leaders, and we were like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And then we were like, you know what? I was, I really, we we decided we were going to stay. Because luckily we had gotten the opportunity to go to a retreat where we got to personally know Beth and we trusted her and we knew that she was amazing and that we were like, you know what, I'm going to trust that everything happens for a reason and I'm going to stick and stay and I'm going to stick this out because I love the products. I love the culture. I love the community. I love the comp plan. I love that I have my car paid for every month. I love the friendships that I've made. I don't know if Beth knows this. So maybe when she watches this back or listens to it, she's going to be like, oh my gosh. But bef- whenever our uplines left, I actually looked into another company. I did. <gasps> I looked into another company <laughs> and then I started to ask questions about it. And I was like, oh, that's, that's not good. Like, and then, you know, all these like little things that I was asking that we had here you know, and I was looking for somewhere else. Well, that other place didn't have it. That other place didn't have everything that we had here. Didn't have that incredible company. Well, and here's the thing. So you, but you only had experienced how many other companies prior to this company had you experienced being a part of? Like one, one where I actually was aware that I was. <laughs> yeah. So I can tell you, I can tell you, like, you're actually very lucky to have found a company that you fit with so good, like just your second go around, because I know a lot of people, I'm not, I'm not encouraging people to leave their companies or anything like that, but I feel like sometimes it takes a little time to really find your home, you know? And like I said, I had been, I had been, I needed to find that, that thing that was going to fuel my passion and like light that fire in my belly that was going to make me like want mm-hmm. more and want to do it. Something that drove me to get out of bed every day. Cause I got excited 
to like, to, to fulfill my purpose. And those other companies, as great as they were, and they might be someone else's passion, they just weren't my passion. And I was so grateful to have found this and to have found Beth because she just like all of this together, just, it's almost like, um, just the dynamics of everything together just makes for such a, I heard an analogy the other day. I heard an analogy. Yes. I was going to say, I heard an analogy about mixing a cake. Mm. Like you have to have all the ingredients in order for the cake to be really good. Mm -hmm. Well, guess Mm -hmm. what y'all, we got some seriously good cake around here. (laughs) I'm just saying, I'm like, but honestly them leaving also actually gave us the opportunity for growth, right? It gave us the, like, we had to make the decision to go ahead and stand and take a step into that leadership position, to that leadership role. Agreed. And with best help, we were able to become the leaders that we are today. Well, one thing about Beth too, is if, if she's like this leader unicorn, that comes in with her little magic wand and she has like such and a belief about you. us. Yes. But the thing is, is she gives us, she builds that belief within us until we can find it for ourselves. You know, like she's all the time putting us in positions. If you guys have ever been able to be on a, um, a zoom call with her, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, you better be prepared to get called out. Because Beth Graves will sit on a Zoom and she'll go, oh, Terry's going to talk about this right now. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Like, I don't even have my camera on because like I look like whatever right now. Right. Yeah. Sometimes no. I'm like, <laughs> don't do me. Don't. It's like when you're in school and you're like ducking behind the desk going, I hope the teacher doesn't call on me. Yeah. Well, she's going to call on you. Because she believes in us and she knows. After, after she does, I'm like, okay, that's not so bad. Like I got, it wasn't so bad. Yeah. (laughs) But she knows that that's going to grow us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Now it's like, bring it on, bring it on, Beth, bring it on. It's a challenge (laughs) now. I'm like, don't, don't challenge me. Don't dare me. Don't dare me. I'll do it. (laughs) Oh, seriously. Um, one thing I want to talk about before we wrap this up. So you've heard all about a bit of our stories, but what does that mean for you? right? For you listening right now, wherever you are, either you're listening to this, you know, in your car, um, maybe you're listening to this on your walk, you know, working out, or maybe you're listening to this while doing dishes or whatever it may be. Um, and you're thinking to yourself, okay, so this is awesome. I love hearing this because it shows, it shows, it shows, here's the thing. I want you to see this and be like, it shows me that it's possible, right? Now, what did we do differently than before? Why is it that we're here today versus, you know, previously where we were struggling and we weren't making it work? Yes. Okay. We have the incredible team. We have the incredible company, the products, but what did we do? What did we do? Can we give them maybe like three things that they need to do in order to move forward in their business? Maybe we can, we can give them like three tips. So what are three things that we did differently this time around? Be coachable for sure. Definitely be coachable. Definitely be willing to learn, be willing to listen. Um, There are people that have paved the way before you 
and they know what they're doing. Now, does that mean that you, I mean, of course we talk about you being your own boss, your own entrepreneur. Does that mean you can't do things a little differently? Cause maybe you want to put your own authenticity and your little twist to it. That's fine, but be coachable and be willing to be open to someone telling you like, you know, maybe giving you a little of, um, that friendly advice, you know, because sometimes we need it. Sometimes they know what, what's working and what's not. And so be coachable. I mean, we have some of the best leaders. Listen to your leaders. They've been there, done that, you know? So whoever it is that you, which whoever it is that was able to create what it is that you want to do, look at what they're doing, listen, watch, learn, and then whenever, whenever you go and you ask, ask for advice, ask for advice. And when they do give you advice, take action, take that action, be coachable, do it. Right. That's what being coachable is, is that you're listening. You're literally, as soon as they tell you to do something, you do it. You don't hold back. Okay. You don't start to, maybe you start to question yourself, but you're like, dismiss those thoughts moving forward, take action. That is what being coachable is. It's going ahead and taking something and then literally like some a piece of advice and applying it right away. Not even. Yeah. You know, I think I was going to say that could be like your second thing too, is to put it into, into, into action. Like don't yeah. just sit on something. Don't, don't be one of those people that just listens to a hundred different podcasts, takes every workshop that's out there, you know, follow your leader, follow your, your person, find your person and, and be coachable and then act on it. Cause we all know that we could spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on coaching and all that. And I'm not saying don't have a coach. You should, I think it's good to have a coach. Hopefully your leader is a great coach for you. You know, we got really lucky. I think Sarah and I, because we got, you know, one of the best, one of the best coaches out there. But and, we have um, trainings also from the team that we can plug into. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, so let's say I'm looking for something like, I'm like, okay, well, what should I be doing to reach out to people every single day? I don't need to go to Beth to ask her for that information. I can actually go into the, you know, into the trainings that we already have. So plug into the systems that you have as well before, and before you ask a question to your leader, go check if you already have that resource somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like utilize your leader's time. Like, here's the thing. One thing that I will tell you is that your leader wants to help you. Like most leaders want to help. Most leaders want to be there for you. And I'm speaking like, because that's how I feel as a leader. I want to be there. I want people to come to me for questions, but I also want to see that people are resourceful and they will try to go find the information for themselves before they come to me. Or before you go to your leader, go check if you can find the resources by yourself. But if you're spending like don't spend more, <laughs> like don't spend a ton of time searching for the resource. Like obviously spend some time, but like, you know, and then say, okay, you know what? I looked, I tried to search. I searched those three different places. I didn't find it. Now I'm going to go to my leader because I bet you that your leader wants to help you. Like they want to be there for you. And here's the thing. If you don't have a supportive upline, go and find an upline that is supportive for you. That's, that's for sure. For sure. Okay. I feel like we're giving more than, but I have one more that I feel like we need to talk about. <laughs> well, just really quick. So just to, about the upline thing, yeah. just so you know, there are a lot of people out there that don't have supportive uplines that still make it happen. Yeah. So you want to, you know, just have the belief that if it's something that you want bad enough, where there's a, my mama taught me where there's a will, there's a way you yeah. won't figure it out. 
another one last thing that I want to leave you with is don't be afraid to take risks. Don't be afraid to change things up. If you feel like it's not working or if you feel like something's missing the number of times that I've changed things up whenever I didn't like something or when I was like, no, this isn't, this isn't working. There's something missing here. Or there's like, you know what I mean? Like this, this, there's something here that I need to do, or, you know, there's something here that I need to change for it to flow better in my life or to flow better, you know, whatever it may be. Maybe the team needs another resource And although like, I find that we have so many resources, we almost don't need any more resources. (laughs) Sometimes like I find something or someone asks me, I've got like five questions, you know, from different team members. And I'm like, okay, so this is something that we do need, you know? So don't be afraid to take risks. Don't be afraid to, to create some things to yourself, you know what I mean? And to have fun with that. Yeah. You know, with that, with that said too, John Maxwell has a book called failing forward. And I love that, that just that term alone failing forward, because it means you're in motion. So like Sarah said, don't be afraid to take risks because I had to like, I was looking for signs before I, before I made the jump into this company, I was looking for signs. I was like, what can I do? But then everything just fell into place and it just was the right thing. So when you're, when you're feeling that, there's a reason for it. Number one. And then number two, you know what? Sometimes you just have to do and then worry about fixing it later. You know what I mean? Like worrying about whether it was right or wrong later, like, because you're missing opportunities, uh, failing forward. I was, I was, Sarah and I were talking, I had put out this email last month. I was a little nervous about sending it. I was like, Oh, I gotta, I want to do this email, but I'm afraid that you know, I might rub this person the wrong way or that person the wrong way. That's my ego talking. I needed somebody to read that email. I needed somebody to see it. So instead of worrying about, I just went ahead and hit send. It's like Mel Robbins, five, four, three, two, one, just do it. And then if you need to change it up later, you can change it up later. You know, Um, (laughs) I always talk about, I ask for forgiveness instead of um, asking for permission. (laughs) Because, you know, there's no right or wrong. It's, it's just moving forward, you know, and we learn from your mistakes. If you make a mistake, guess what? It's called growth. So with that being said, you guys, we are going to give Beth her podcast back. (laughs) We, we, we loved, loved, loved being here with you today. We appreciate you so much. And um, we're so grateful to Beth and her leadership and all the knowledge that she drops inside of these uh, podcasts that she does. One thing that I want to tell you guys is that we do want to come back. We have so many more tips that we could give you so much more things that we could share with you that we've learned on our journey that I would love to transmit this knowledge to you so that you could build the business of your dreams. So if you have loved this podcast, if you actually would love to see us back on, like leave a little review. Yeah, do a little tell Beth that you want Sarah and Terry back on the podcast. The duo. <laughs> <laughs> we um, call ourselves the, um, the Wonder Twins, like, you so know, that, like the old, yeah. <laughs> so that we can do another takeover. We want to do another takeover. The one thing I want to leave you with is do the live, do the real, do the post. 
do the stories, show up in your stories, speak every single day in your stories, share your life. Somebody needs to hear what you have to say. Somebody needs the gift that you have to share. Mm -hmm. Remember that. You needed the gift. Now somebody else needs it. Pay it forward. Pay it forward. All right. That's it. Signing off. Sarah and Terry Wonder Twins. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today on You're Not the Boss of Me. I'm hoping that you found one thing that you will do today that will allow you to move forward to that big audacious goal. And I have a favor to ask of you, and that is leaving me a five-star review over in iTunes. Every single week, I read your reviews. I love hearing what you have to say, and it allows me to bring you more to get more people to interview that are doing the thing, breaking the glass ceilings, creating what they crave, and helping you with your game plan. So leave me a five-star review, and when you do, I enter you to win the You're Not the Boss of Me swag. So make sure you leave it, and we'll reach out to you if you're the winner. Thanks so much for hanging with me today, and we'll chat with you soon.